So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Wow, I'm having a busy day. A busy morning. You know, my morning started at 4.15 a.m., and every time I tell people that, they just go, you lying or you, and that, the first thing they say, every day, every day. I go, you know, five Monday through Friday, I'm 4.15. But then my body gets me up because it's been trained. It's like, it's like if, you, if, you, if you've been trained to exercise your body physically, then guess what? If you keep doing it, then your body going to have good muscle memory. Well, my, my, my body has a brain memory. And so I can go to bed too, and it's gonna wake me up. It's like, okay, really, 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 really get up. And then next thing you know, I'm up, and guess what? I'm busy. I'm making money. My next guest is on the phone. Met him many, many moons ago, but you know, in, in between all those many, many moons, he's been busy. Uh, he started out on a Nickelodeon sitcom called Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> I can I can tell you he's been a, he's a long way from cousin Skeeter. Now, when I officially met him, it was on a UPM sitcom uh, called One Hundred and One, where he was starring alongside Flex Alexander and my girl Kyla Pratt. That's how I was introduced to him by Kyla Pratt. He is an Emmy Award winning actor and entrepreneur. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Robert Richard. What's going on, world? How you guys doing, man? It's a pleasure <laughs> to be here, man. Thank you so much for having you. First off, let's give it to God for bringing us together in good health and high spirits, and let's get into it. Okay, well, well what do you want to get into first? Because you, you're a guy who has multi-levels of income uh, in your lifestyle. You're, you're a visionary. And so let's, 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 let's talk about something like Highway Fit. Let's talk about that first. What exactly yeah, is so that? Highway Fit is my social health initiative uh, to change the way that America and the entire world sees health, fitness, and nutrition. So what we did was we really just simplified it to the easiest, easiest point. Uh, it's no weights, it's no gym, and it's no travel, so you don't have to go anywhere to do it. And you can do it anytime, anywhere, every day. It only takes 10 minutes, and it's medically sound and physician-endorsed, and it's accessible for all. Okay, now, 
you know, everybody in my booth, everybody on the radio, she went, okay, 10 minutes. Who don't have 10 minutes now? So That's it. Tell, tell me to come on now, Robert. Now, don't throw it out there like that. You got a brother over here? Because I'm a guy who uh, who eats Krispy Kreme donuts now. I'm just telling you, you're trying to change my lifestyle in 10 minutes. Help me out. Can you give me a little bit more, or do I have to go to a website to get more? Well, you can see all the um, workouts that I do. I do the same 10-minute workout every single day, and I, I have for the last five years. Um I lost about 30 pounds within like the first like mm, probably four or five weeks, um, and then just was able to maintain it because I showed you the same exercise every single day. Um, you can go on my website, therobertrichard.com, therobertrichard.com, and if you scroll down like two tabs, there's a highway fit tab. You press on it, and all my workouts are right there. Okay. Um, now- and and the great thing about it was, you know, I developed this with my doctor. I asked him like a simple question, like, what is working out? That I've never had someone ask that question to me before. So we figured out what working out was, and we found the most simplest, efficient way to work out. And then um, the first person that I had, her name was Miss Tiffany Carr. Um, she was in, uh, in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and she was 400 pounds, and now she's 150 pounds of beauty, and she's amazing. Um, and she was able to do that with just a 10-minute commitment every single day. Okay, now, which is really, oh, this is great because, see, I get up at 4.15, and, um, I, you know, I, I do light weights. I don't do 25, I, I do 25-pound arm curls. That's it. You, know, you can laugh at me mm-hmm. if you want to. I do lateral pull down. I may do 70 pounds. I'm not trying to go into the NFL, but I don't, right. I, I don't, I don't, uh, my walk that I do on my treadmill is just 10 minutes. I, I make sure mm-hmm. I do that every day because, right, like, right. you know, people, a lot of people understand if you put a little incline on it and you walk and just don't, don't hold on to the machine, then you can work out your upper body as well as your abs if you do it right. That's great. That's am I, am great. I, I'm talking yeah, to man. It's, talk- it's your road, your freedom, man. You know, that's how, I, that's how we see it. And so, so Robin knows what I'm talking about. That's why when you see a lot of sprinters, when they, when they pull off their shirt, because they quick to pull off their shirt, they abs... <laughs> Are like crazy, crazy built. Right, like con- concrete defined, right? Because when you walk, if you if you remember, if you lift your legs, when you lift your legs, when you walk, you're actually impacting your abs, especially the lower part of your abs. A lot of people don't understand that when you when you're doing workouts, if you slow it down and, and go just to the basic of what is trying to what God has given you, first of all, is a body. What you do with it, He allows you to make that decision. What a lot of people do is complicate the process by if you if you walking around here, you don't feel like picking up your legs, you know, dragging your feet, sliding around, destroying your heels because you don't want to move walk fast. If you just pick your feet up and just start consciously raising your legs, lifting your knees up a little bit higher, it will affect the lower portion of your body, which in turn will affect your upper portion, which in turn will affect the way you walk and your and your posture. Am I right, sir? It's all right. It's all correct. Yes. Cool. Now, how did you how did you figure this out, sir? You said ten minutes. I, ten minutes can change your life. And why is this the first time I'm hearing about this, sir? I'm kind of mad. At so, you. so, so, um, a lot of my videos are on YouTube, um, and that kind of brought me to making my own website so people can get more information. Um, but yeah, I asked my one of my best friends is a, is a double board certified. Um, surgeon by the American Board of Surgeons. And I asked him, I said, what's working out? 
And we figured out that no matter whether you're running or, you know, weightlifting or sprinting or doing CrossFit or even swimming, um, that, that working out is the slight micro tears of muscle fiber. Mm-hmm. So we said, okay, if the human body was a chopstick, and I asked someone to sort of break a chopstick, which is how you would that breaking of the muscle fibers, everyone would snap it. Right. What you, would, what you wouldn't try and do with a chopstick, you wouldn't try and put it in between your hands and squeeze it because you know that's not efficient. You know you wouldn't try and pull it apart because you know it's going to take too much energy and you wouldn't try and twist it. You just snap the chopstick. Mm-hmm. So I asked them, I said, what if we created a workout? Is this all these sort of snapping motions to tear muscle fiber? And then that, in turn, puts your body into slight shock, which raises your heart rate, which right. your, um, your sweating going and your respiratory system going. And so there's this thing, the official term is face-down isometrics, but a lot of people know it as like planking. Right. So sort of like when you're on the ground facing the floor, head down, holding your body weight up, it's actually the same force that's happening when you're snapping the chopstick. Well, I want to make sure I get with EPM. That's a that's a a company brand of your a therapeutic brand of oils that you bring out. Talk to us about that because that's something I want to promote on my social media. Oh, absolutely. So EPM is better science, better medicine. And well, we have formulas that are uh, all earth. They're ultra premium therapeutic grade essential oils, and they are amazing. We have our flagship. It's called Reborn. It's for muscle and joint pain. And you can go to epmproductx.com. So epmproducts.com, and that's product with an x.com. And we're also on uh, Instagram. You can go to epmproducts on Instagram, on Facebook, epmproductx on Facebook. Um, And we're trying to transform suffering for all. Now, let me ask you this. you know, when you, when you mm-hmm. these type of products, the oils, what are the purpose of them? What are the what do, what do they affect? So, like I put so all we have, my we have head, a, I got a bald head. Let me tell you something. I got a bald head, and boy, I get out that shower and it's kind of dry. I got to put a little oil on it, so I go. So I won't scare yeah, nobody. Yeah, so we have we have we have about six products up to the market right now. Um, Reborn for muscle and joint pain. So if you have any kind of like chronic oh, okay. pain, back pain, neck pain, uh, knee pain, wrist arthritis, any kind of stuff like that, any kind of pain. You put Reborn on, you put it on, a couple of dabs on your fingertips, and put it on any area of focus. Um, Allure is for beauty. If you have psoriasis, eczema, hyperpigmentation, sunspots, mm-hmm. age spots, wrinkles, you put a little bit of uh, Allure on your face, your neckline, whatever. I'm talking about healing your cells, mm-hmm. which helps them regenerate properly, which restores your youth. Um, we have a product called Flight for Professional Athletes. Um, lovely Miss Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife, has bought some flight for her husband, for Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and I have uh, also a wide receiver yesterday from uh, the Houston uh, Houston Texans, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, bought flight yesterday for um, for a knee injury that he had. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's flight. And then we have some other products. Uh, Elite is for uh, an immortal spot treatment. If you've got any kind of like cystic acne or any kind of like hard blemish, you're trying to just get out of your skin immediately, elite. Uh, and then we have uh, Calm for mothers and babies and Urgent for first aid and external repair. So that's a part of your brand that you really are, are that you really are marketing. You're starting to tell me celebrity names are, are, are accepting this. 
and also uh, yeah. from athlete from athletic from athletes. It makes a good recovery. Absolutely, people. You know, people use the reborn on their dog too. People who have you know Great Danes or dogs that have a little hip problem, or whatever. Uh, we sell flight to horses. Uh, train people who have horses and uh, trainers for thoroughbreds and for quarter horse racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they buy flight. Uh, yeah, we're 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 really into the healing thing and transforming suffering for all. Yeah, I want to end on a. It's been a great interview, but it was a question you had. I want to end on that because I think we're gonna have fun with it. It was about a uh, superhero. What superhero would you want to be and why? That is a question I said. I'm going to say that for the end because I'm a big Marvel fan, so I can, I can ride with you on any superhero you throw out there. If you make up a superhero, I can ride with you. So tell me, Robert, what superhero would you want to be and why? Yeah, so honestly, like, the, I would say it's about three of them because, <laughs> you know, we all kind of relate to what we like to do, and so I like the technology stuff. Uh-huh. So, so, so we got to see Black Panther, and Black Panther's like you know in in Wakanda, right? And they have all this sort of hidden technology that no one knows about, right? And that like speaks to me. That speaks to like what I, I like science and like technology stuff like that. So between like Black Panther, uh, Green Lantern's the same way, and then Iron Man, they both kind of have more of their like machine sort of like uh, 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 science uh, technology future forward type stuff in their superpowers. So those are the three that I really love. See, I, see I, I, I'm Captain America. Love it. Captain, Captain, I'm, I'm Cap. I'm, I love Iron Man. Got it. Put me a mix of Captain America, a little Iron Man. I'm done. I'm smart. That's great. And I can recover from a, a buff whooping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this, this has been a great interviewing you, man. Please remember this uh, money-making conversation can be in your home, but in your brands. I, want, I definitely want to support you for your, your banners on my social media. I got almost a million followers. So guess what? People are engaged with what I do, and I want to be engaged with what you do. Robert, please understand I'm a fan of yours. And I keep uh, keep remembering Money Making Conversations is your home. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. I saw this news story where burglars were asked how they broke into homes. And the one thing every burglar did first was knock on the door. And if no one answered, they broke in. That's what sold me on my new Blink X-T2 cameras. They detect motion. So if someone gets near my cameras, I get an alert on my Blink smartphone app with a video clip. But even better is the two-way talk feature that lets me talk to whoever's there using my phone. From telling the delivery guy where to leave the package to saying hi to the kids at the door. With Blink cameras, it's like I'm always home. Blink cameras are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. And Blink X-T2 cameras start under 100 bucks. No contracts, no subscriptions. Thanks to Blink, home security just got easier. Visit BlinkProtect.com secure. BlinkProtect.com secure blinkprotect.com slash secure blink cameras are available on amazon and best buy blink is an amazon company and it works with alexa rashawn mcdonald is back well you know more day weekend uh running best of show but i'm back here uh having fun with my staff having fun with uh providing information most importantly having fun with a return guest i had his uh it was, a, it was a power couple interview that I had on my show, and guess what? They needed to be individuals. So I brought him back by himself. Uh, my next guest is a former employee of IBM and Microsoft. He has spent the last eight years in the mobile app space. He built, published, and sold a portfolio of 100-plus mobile apps 
which have collectively been downloaded over 12 million times worldwide. He is an expert in mobile app publishing, marketing, and monetization, author of The Seven Steps to App Success, and host of the brand new podcast, Game of Grow, which is debated in uh, a debate. Was it debated? A debut? Was debated? In the debut? In the uh, top 100 business podcasts on iTunes. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Muyo, Muyo Okami. Hey, no, Almost sir. got it. <laughs> well, I messed it up again. Oh, oh, okay. Muyo Okome. Moyo Okome. We're going to work on it. Don't worry about it, man. No, 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 no. We're going to have a long-term relationship, Okome. So I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to do that now. This is. I got you back because uh, uh, I love you, and you and you bring a brand to this radio show that I and this podcast show and this um. We're in so many different levels. We're on HBCU campuses, and it's a brand that's respected, and also I have to respect my guests, and you're one of my respected guests. First of all, thank you for coming back on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing amazing. How are you? Awesome. You know, when we was on the show last time, like I said, I had both. It was a power couple interview, and wow, I ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were just talking about, I wanted to just talk about the journey because I'm a former IBM employee. My degree is in mathematics. And I transitioned yep, yep. into the entertainment world. You 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 transitioned into more of the technical, and now you're more of the app space, and and I guess you know branding and 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 uh, just growth in that digital uh, platform that's out there that's really dominating the marketplace. When you was at IBM, did you see this evolving in this direction, or it just, hey man, I I saw an opportunity, I jumped at it. I, I was at IBM to do a certain task, and I just saw that it was going to limit my overall vision. So I guess the way I would put it, so um, last time I made a mistake, the, the, the last job I had before becoming a full-time entrepreneur, that was at Microsoft. I guess I'm confused now. <laughs> but um, what happened is that at that time, I just kind of becoming dissatisfied, and I kind of just viewed it as a funding source for whatever I would do in the future. And I was looking around for different opportunities. And apps, the, the mobile app space happened to be an exciting one that I came across. I was able to learn more about it. I, I read some books. I took some courses, started to become more knowledgeable, started doing some experiments. And it kind of, um, after a while, it ended up growing and growing and became something more real. What exactly is it? You know, the word app, you have, you have, you have these mobile platforms. You have, of course, yeah. the traditional uh, website platform. And then you have, what exactly is an app? Sure thing. I mean, an app is just a piece of software that, delivers some kind of functionality. It could be a game. It could be a productivity software. There are apps that people use to book hair appointments, right? Mm -hmm, right. But for me, sometimes people um, end up focusing too much on trying to develop some crazy app. I, I think it all comes back to business. It's about you want to solve a problem for a customer. So um, this is just one way of delivering it in, in a place where everybody is. Everybody's on their phones every day. You know, mm -hmm. even while they're driving nowadays, right? Right, and and, and that's where we are at now in business world. You know, everything's immediate, everything's fast. I've just seen the evolution. I, I've designed, I've well, not me designed. I've had several apps designed be for large events I've served over the years. Just giving my customers a place to go where they can learn about the event schedule, learn about the things they can buy, learn about where they can buy tickets for various shows that I put on place. So when you when you are when you are given the opportunity to create an app, are there any certain things that has to be provided to you to develop it? Um, 
Well, yes, yes. You have to have a very good understanding of who it is that you're trying to serve. Um, like I mentioned before, what, what problem you're trying to solve for them. And, I mean, those would be the main things. And then I, I would also look at, in terms of the other, there are probably other existing solutions in the space, whether those are apps or their websites or newsletters, whatever. You want to see what people are already doing that's working that you might be able to borrow from. Right. And that's norm, normally a pretty good place to start. Well, the reason I'm asking is because you are the author of Seven Steps to App Success. Why yes, did you write that book? Um, it's just based on my experience over the last seven, eight years. And what's happened is that, um, you know, naturally I'm doing apps. People find out they hear 12 million downloads and get curious. So everybody wants to have a conversation to pick my print. And I'm sure you know from, from your experience, like there's just not that much time in the world, but you still want to help people. Mm-hmm. So this was a way for me to be able to provide, provide the knowledge and people can just get it and <laughs> Um, it's, it's quick, it's consumable, and um, there's not that problem of, can I pick your brain, can I pick your brain? So it's, it's really interesting talking to you because there's so many platforms where people tell you to grow your brand, to develop, you know, you have the Instagram, you have Twitter, you have Snapchat, you have Facebook, and you have this world of apps. How do, what do you feel that you get your most exposure? Where do you go to, to build your brand, to market your brand? What platform do you use? Got it. So um, there's a few. There's a few that I'm focused on right now. So one, of course, you mentioned I have a podcast. It's called the Game of Grow podcast. Mm-hmm. That's that's grown pretty well. Um, you know, there was a strong response from the start. Um, and I really like podcasting because it's one of the only mediums nowadays where somebody will really give you their almost uninterrupted attention for long periods of time. So, you know, it's like people are spending hours with me a week listening to me on the podcast. Right. And they almost feel as if you're, it's not that you're selling, you're almost like a trusted friend. I'm sure you have that experience with your radio show now with your podcast as well. Right. And the other other one for me would be um, Instagram. So I, li- I like Instagram because I feel like there's just so much opportunity People are open to meeting new people on Instagram and seeing what they're doing. And if you're producing content that they find valuable, that resonates with them, they might follow you. They might share it with their friends. And so a really quick example of this. So for, for our new app, Color Noir, um, I recently posted about it, and some big Instagram pages picked it up. Baller Alert posted about it. We were able to work with them. Um, D.L. Hughley saw um, the post on Baller Alert, and retweeted it out to all of his Instagram followers. And so hundreds of thousands of people saw this app and thousands of people downloaded it and told their friends all because it's out there. It's on Instagram. They're already there interacting. Um, the, I mean, the content does have to be good. It has to resonate with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. They care about, but it does provide you that instant access to so many people. And I think there are about 400 million people using it every month, bigger than countries, right? Right. The, the interesting part about all this, whether it's apps or podcasts, especially podcasts, podcasts seem to be on fire right now. What mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. In, in, in listening to people and launching podcasts, what do you consider on an annual basis? Because it, it's tied to downloads and plays. What is a yeah. successful monthly download? And or, or, you know, just you know, because you have these brands out there that are millions. I mean, we're not talking about that. In the right, industry, right, right, what, right. Do they, what do they consider a successful annual downloads or plays that you that you should have on a, a podcast? And you you good, uh, you great, and you on fire. 
Got it, got it. So, I mean, I actually wouldn't even look at it that way. I want I wouldn't to see your question, but I wouldn't look at it that way. I, I think okay. sometimes people compare, you know, their, their step one to somebody else's, like, chapter 20 and get discouraged, and that's the worst thing. <laughs> right. But, um, like, you know, my wife, for example, my, my wife, Side Hustle Pro, she just hit 2 million downloads recently, and she's getting, like, 100,000 downloads a month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not where her podcast started. And, um you know, she, she had to build up to there, and it, it just happened over time. Right. My podcast right now, relatively new, um, but we've reached around uh, 10,000 10, downloads per month. So you can see quite mm-hmm. different numbers. But mm-hmm. for me, it's still, I could still see the impact that it's making on people. But like even their, their podcasts that have less downloads that are still highly impactful, and they're people that will tune in each and every week, and they get so much out of it. And those people, those people who devote that much time to your podcast, are going to be some of your strongest brand advocates. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. So now let's talk about a couple of things. Let's talk about your brand new app that you have out there. Yes, sir. Why? Right, why? So, you know, you okay, you're a busy ahead. man. You're a busy man. Y'all were talking about you got three platforms. You got to do social media, right, on, right. and you just don't stop. You just don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so we we um we actually. So we, we cut a lot of ideas out and put a lot of things into the parking lot, but this is one that I had to do. So the, the app, it's called Color Noir. Right now it's available on iOS. It's coming soon to Google Play. I've been catching a lot of hell from – so shout out to my Android fam. We got you. We're coming soon. <laughs> but um, it's a coloring book app, and you like coloring book, why? <laughs> and so I definitely hadn't colored since childhood. I didn't know anything about the coloring book for adults trend. But I came across yep. the trend a couple of years ago. I was doing some app store research. I, periodically, I'll just go through the app store and see what, you know, you got to stay up on your, your field, on your craft. So I'm going through, and I see there are a bunch of coloring book for adults apps becoming very popular, being successful, mm-hmm. making money. I didn't understand why. So it, it turns out that people use them to have fun and to relax, uh, kind of a therapeutic effect. So um, I started playing around with them a bit, and I started to understand the appeal. Then I, I also, of course, noticed that, not a lot of these, well, they mostly just ignored black people for the most part. Um, black people were an afterthought in most of these coloring books. And I started figuring to myself, okay, millions of people a year are using these things, but they don't, you know, they don't acknowledge that black people are people, right? Absolutely. Um, so that, 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 that's an issue. But I kind of put that to a side for a while. But we watched Black Panther whenever it came out a year ago, two years ago, um, and it had such a big impact on myself, on my wife, on, on everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Even some of the, the developers I work with overseas, one of my developers, one of my artists in Sri Lanka, said he watched it seven times like awesome. within the first two weeks. Awesome. So awesome. I started thinking about, man, you got this black story with a black cast and black actors, black director. You know, the, the money behind it might not have been black, but everything mm-hmm. else was black. And it had such a big impact, billion-dollar opening. And that's and why it, you got us uh, thinking. Right, really. uh, you know so, something. We 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 just ran out of time on you again. I I tell you something. You are just a talker, big time. I got to bring you back on the show again. Third time, third time, third time. I saw this news story where burglars were asked how they broke into homes, and the one thing every burglar did first was knock on the door, and if no one answered, they broke in. That's what sold me on my new Blink XT2 cameras. They detect motion, so if someone gets near my cameras, I get an alert on my Blink smartphone app with a video clip. But even better. 
is the two-way talk feature that lets me talk to whoever's there using my phone. From telling the delivery guy where to leave the package to saying hi to the kids at the door. With Blink cameras, it's like I'm always home. Blink cameras are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. And Blink X-T2 cameras start under 100 bucks. No contracts, no subscriptions. Thanks to Blink, home security just got easier. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink cameras are available on Amazon and Best Buy. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. My next guest, I ran into him at the airport. You know, the airport, we're coming through TSA. He said, Rashawn McDonald. He said, I'm Phil Thornton. I said, yeah, you about to do my show. He said, that's right. Well, let me give you some information about him before I officially bring him up. My next guest is a music executive, television and film producer, philanthropist, and entrepreneur. He is the senior vice president and general manager of RCA Inspiration, a division of Sony Music Entertainment and RCA Inspiration. is the number one label and gospel music, home to Kurt Franklin, that's my man, Fred Hammond, that's my man, the Travis Green, Leandria Johnson, and many, many more. RCA Inspiration also released Snoop's acclaimed gospel album, Bible of Love. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Phil Thornton. Hey, Rashawn, thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, Phil, how you doing? How you doing, my friend? Good to meet you. I'm good. Outside of the airport. Outside of the airport. Yes, sir. How about that? You, you sound refreshed <laughs> after this vacation, man. You sound refreshed. Well, well, I look refreshed according to my staff, <laughs> which is <laughs> which, which means I probably was pretty scary prior to my leaving. Now, now here's the interesting. I'm reading through your resume. What 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 is more? What what do you feel more successful about? The the music side or this your television side? Because your television side is exploding. What's going on with that? Yeah, you know, that's a very popular question. I, I feel success on the music side as an executive, but I've also, as you've noticed, done some great award-winning content on the television and film. <laughs> yes, so it's kind of like I can't pick between the two kids. I love them both, you know, but right. I love the music side, and I and I love the TV and film side. I feel, you know, gratified and fulfilled on them both, but I, I love both. I really do, and I love combining the two where I can. Now, where are you based at? Where is your, where's, where's home? Home is now in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And why? Uh, well, a few years ago, I had an opportunity to work for another label, which was the original reason why I moved to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in two, 2016, I, I made the transition over to Sony. But uh, prior to that, I was um, based in Los Angeles. And that's why I you know, produced a lot of my content as well as in Atlanta. So, yeah, but I've been in um, Nashville seven years now. Well, it's really interesting when you talk about gospel and, you know, because it's an interesting genre. Who, because if you listen to R&B, you kind of know who your R&B fans are. 
and you kind of, you know, you, you, you hip hop, you know, your hip hop fans are that. Then you have this millennial audience out there, general Jay's, uh, you know, uh, Gen Z audiences out there. So, yeah, who 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 are gospel fans? I remember I, I struggled with that when I put together a tour with Steve Harvey and Kurt Franklin. I didn't know what to advertise. I didn't know how to reach them. <laughs> I, you know, because because you know because you know gospel people they dance in nightclubs too. So absolutely, so, absolutely. I mean, to, to, uh, first, I mean, I, the gospel consumer is that African American adult. Okay. Um, and you touched on when you had Kirk and Steve tour years ago. To me, that was the perfect sweet spot. But what we've noticed is that thirty plus. African-American female is our target for most okay. of our releases. Now, we have some younger artists that, you know, kind of skew to our 18 to 24 demo that's really streaming heavy, but when we're, when we're putting out a Kirk Franklin record or Marvin Sapp or Donnie McClurk and some of our, you know, legends, you know, on the <laughs> roster, you know, we're talking to that 30-plus, uh, you know, a, a female who's listening to Jill Scott, who's listening to Anthony Hamilton, who's listening to her, and Lucky Day, and then some of the newer R&B as well, but, they, you know, this gospel is very much a part of the fabric of America when you think about it, because church is cultural for us. It's not just something, you know, with some people it's religious, but it's, it's been ingrained in a part of our DNA. We went to church with Big Mama and our grandmother, grandmothers years ago, and mm -hmm. so it's, it's a part of our culture, and gospel music is uh, just part of the DNA when you think about music in general. So many genres of music were derived from gospel music. So uh, for us, that's the sweet spot, but we try to make music that appeals to everyone, but really the, the sweet spot is that 30-plus African-American female. Now, but that's also our audience that, you know, watches their money, okay? Absolutely. And so that means that they make conscious decisions. And, yes. and, and so how do you, how, you know, knowing that there is the goal to get younger, because it's younger usually they, they spend in their, they spend in the 30-plus money. And so, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so that's an audience you want to reach. Then you have those legends, which you just mentioned, Kurt Franklin, Marvin Sapp, Donnie McClurkin, who I've been knowing since, since 2000. And um and been following prior to that. When I say two thousand, I started playing their music when Steve and I was on radio in uh in Los Angeles on ninety two point three the beat. And so that's when we started really you started seeing the evolution. I think gospel started really exploding into the general market. Of course, Kurt has set that 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 statement in Dallas years before that and like in ninety four, ninety five. And so yep. so with that saying, where do you see gospel going and and are the legends are the legends still carrying the music, or you see these young entrepreneurs or these young artists starting to to replace that 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 void because you got that next series of plus thirty women that you want to reach. Absolutely, I, I still see the legends holding their own. Like Kirk Franklin has a new record we just released Friday, Long Live Love. So Kirk is still very much alive and well, and Marvin Sapp. But as far as the younger artists on our roster, I would say Corinne Hawthorne, who's uh, one of my first signings when I came over to RCA. Uh, she had the number, the number one song in gospel music last year, Rashawn. A song called Won't He Do It. Uh, it transcended beyond the gospel charts. We bled over to the urban charts. She performed on Soul Train. She won an Image Award. She's Grammy-nominated. She's on tour with Kirk this summer. She's performing at Essence. The list goes on, and she's only 21. I actually um, <laughs> found her from The Voice, but more, I'm looking for more artists like Corinne, like Travis Green, uh, Jonathan McReynolds, who's not on my roster, but we worked together at the previous company. But there's a, a great search, Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, such a surge of like new artists that are really uh, re kind of redefining the sound of gospel, mm -hmm. but still keeping the integrity uh, in the same breath. So it's just a, it's a few uh, new a new jacks that I think are really going to make everyone proud and continue to you know it's going to take some time for them to get to the Kirk or the Yolanda wow. status of things. But again, they're well on their way. But I really, really am excited about the future of the genre.
So he knows what I'm talking about. All right, you got to go there because of the fact that once you control that narrative, then you then you'll build your audience properly. The problem I have with uh, terrestrial radio, they will not allow gospel to build their audience. Then they segmented like people don't want to hear gospel on certain days, and on Sunday, or, or Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, and so it's a mix, and it confuses people on how you should approach gospel in the play. That people don't want to hear it on morning shows. People want to hear it in the afternoon drive. And then it only allows yourself to be the legends to get played. And so that means that it, it often hurts the legends too because guess what? Their old catalogs don't get played. And so it limits their overall exposure to the new audiences that need to be hearing the music, the millennials who need to hear Kirk's Absolutely. 1994 music, you know, you know, Kirk's so, 2000 so, music. I want to ask you a question. As a person, you know, you and Steve, to me, were, you know, trailblazers and really embraced gospel on a national platform right. even before then. When I think back to the beat days in L.A., what made you say, I will embrace this music on our morning show, prime, you know, prime platform? Like, what was the thing about gospel at that time? Was it the artist? Was it just the timing? I'm just curious. Well, first of all, Steve has strong faith, you know, so your leader has to believe in it and your leader has to fight for it. And Steve was willing to fight for it. I remember when we introduced the idea, because at the time, you know, no gospel music was being played on the beat. And so we introduced it as, a, as our opening song. We just said our opening song. Well, let's let us play our opening song. And so, and then all of a sudden, when we started hearing about the success of We Fall Down, that blew up off our opening songs. M Marvin Sapp blew up. Kurt Flecken got even bigger. And so we realized that the, the, the music we were playing in this Los Angeles station, which was really impacting everybody nationwide, and this was before streaming. So I, I would say to you is that 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 because of the way music is being carved out nowadays, that's not going to happen. That's why I know that you have to control your narrative. If you get stuff on radio, that's gravy. But I know that the way the system is set up nowadays with, with Android phones being a dominant carrier for all African-Americans, more African-Americans buy Android phones than any, any type of phone out there. Know that for a fact. And so when you know Absolutely. that, when you know that if you start saying, hey, reach us through this channel, Facebook, get somebody like like Yolanda Adams, who's amazing, who has the audience reach. She's hip, has a daughter in college. So she knows the language. She knows the experiences. The host of like a Facebook show that will allow you to have guests and have a red table type show that's popular for, uh, for uh, Jada Pinkett can be popular for you guys through a, a Yolanda Adams type. Know that you got to have somebody who has stories, who has credibility and has engagement. I'm just letting you know that you're a smart guy. I can only talk to you because you know television too. I can't talk to have this conversation with everybody because your television background allows me to say, turn some, just to make a pitch to you to saying that I just want you to just control your brand because allowing radio to dictate it or tell their story is not happening. That's my only disappointment in, in not managing Steve and not being part of the morning show was I didn't realize the impact of me leaving radio would have on how music is being played nationally because I had that big of an effect on what was being played on the national format, and now that's not the case anymore, and it really disappoints me. That's why I'm an advocate of what you do, and I would, be, and I would, I would sit in in the meeting you asked me to sit in. I would, I would push your brand field because guess what? We just need to control your narrative. Absolutely, and I, I'm gonna take you up on that offer because I really love the idea of just some of the things you've already shared I, offline. I really, I'm gonna take you up on that because this is this is helpful because I need as many champions on the front line to really get control of the narrative. 
So that I, I really, I thank you in advance, Rashawn. I really do. I appreciate that. And I thank you. And I, and I, and I, I think that, that when I talk to you, you have to talk to people who, who get both sides of it. And so when I listen to radio and I listen to how rap has creeped its way back into R&B music, that was in 2000. That, that, that's what I fought to stop was well, how, how rap and suddenly now you hear, now you hear rappers creeping their way into R&B songs again. Oh, well, that's 2000. Okay. Now we, we're back to 2000 again in 2019. So 19 years later, we're starting all over again. So what does that leave gospel? Nowhere. Nowhere. So that means that don't worry about that. It's a different era nowadays. We're in an era where we can control our narrative, control our product, and put it out at a, at a very cheap production rate. And so, but we got to select and choose the right people to speak the song, to speak the volume, and got to have the right-minded people. And you are one of the right-minded people. My man, uh, uh, Sony, is one of the right-minded people because of the fact that y'all understand it and y'all live gospel. Y'all live gospel, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so with the television background, with the, with the radio, with the music, so how can I help you? Like I said, I got a newsletter that comes out. Uh, monthly, two hundred thirty thousand fan club followers. I love to just drop information in there and our newsletter about your upcoming songs. Just, just give me the artwork and the clickable links, and I'll start helping you promote there. And then you can come on my show. Any artist you want on my show, this is money making conversations. It's about promoting brands and getting the word out. Feel, and I just know that you are on the edge of something great. Uh, I just want to push you there and let you know. Look at here, man. Content is king. You have a market that is, is is available in the mobile world. Just gotta be smart about it and realize that it's on you. It's gonna be on you, my man. It's gonna be on you. No, I appreciate that, and I, I'm gonna take you up on that newsletter as well. I'll send you some artwork today. Actually, uh, starting with with our mutual friend Kurt Franklin. How about that? We'll start with Kurt. Come on now. Come uh, on. Now. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that support, but. Rashawn, it's just because, you, as you know, at one point, terrestrial radio was driving, yes. you know, gospel, yes. and it was such a pivotal, but like you said, it's a totally different landscape now, so we, we had to be creative, so, you know, yeah. so that's the key with having some of our brand partnerships, mm-hmm. still building, I'm, I'm building in mm-hmm. that area, I'm building mm-hmm. with our digital partners, mm-hmm. building with the TV and Absolutely. film, and like Absolutely. the podcast that we're building out, but it's going to take, like you said, just taking control of the narrative Absolutely. and finding those champions that understand all, you know, both sides, they understand gospel, but understand the audience and faith um, and just kind of co- figure out how we can collaborate. And, I, and fortunately, I've been, you know, really blessed on this journey to find people like you, to find people like Tuma over at YouTube who is yeah. a believer, you know. So, again, cool. like, cool. how do we work together and collaborate and, and work and create some amazing, you know, uh, Jason Capanna at Title and just different hey, people Phil. in different pockets. Hey, Phil, we got to talk, man. We got to talk. I got to let you go on this one. Oh, I got uh, Dr. Bobby Cartwright we'll Jr. Right coming back. up next. More from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. I saw this news story where burglars were asked how they broke into homes, and the one thing every burglar did first was knock on the door, and if no one answered, they broke in. That's what sold me on my new Blink X-T2 cameras. They detect motion, so if someone gets near my cameras, I get an alert on my Blink smartphone app with a video clip. But even better is the two-way talk feature that lets me talk to whoever's there using my phone, from telling the delivery guy where to leave the package to saying hi to the kids at the door. With Blink cameras, 
cameras, it's like I'm always home. Blink cameras are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. And Blink X-T2 cameras start under 100 bucks. No contracts, no subscriptions. Thanks to Blink, home security just got easier. Visit BlinkProtect.com secure. BlinkProtect.com secure. BlinkProtect.com secure. Blink cameras are available on Amazon and Best Buy. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. Yeah, this is one of those days, y'all. I got everything running through my mind as well as this show because that's what happens when you, uh, as they say, you're multitask, multitasking, multi- multiple levels of income that I'm always preaching. So when you're dealing with multiple levels of income, that means sometimes they all come into your brain at the same time. <laughs> And decisions have to be made on a regular basis. And guess what? I'm one to make a decision. My next guest is also one to make a decision. The person of the 19th annual African Pride Gospel Superfest TV Spectacular presented by the Cartwright Foundation is set for June 22nd in Dayton, Ohio, hosted by NAACP Image Award winning actress Wendy Raquel Robinson. This year's star-studded celebration of gospel music will include performances from the biggest names in gospel. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the CEO, managing partner, and executive producer of African Pride Gospel Superfest TV, Dr. Bobby Cartwright Jr. Hey, Rashawn, how are you? And what, what what city are you calling me from, my friend? Well, I'm calling you from Detroit this morning. I'm in Detroit. Okay, now you but... said this morning. That means that that's you just there this morning. So where are you? This morning. <laughs> <laughs> where are you based at? Where are you based at? Well, I'm based in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, um, suburb outside of Cincinnati called Liberty Township. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a native Ohioan. I've been in Ohio practically all my life. But we were doing some rehearsals for the show yesterday um, in Detroit, so I decided to just stay up here and work today and tomorrow and come back home uh, Wednesday. So the, talk, tell us about the African Pride Gospel Superfest. Well, the African Pride Gospel Superfest is uh, in its 19th year. Uh, of production, as well as its 19th consecutive uh, year in domestic syndication, which you know all about, uh, working, <laughs> you know, in your past with TV and radio. Mm-hmm. We um, got a vision from the Lord in 1998 about a new TV show, and I started reading the credits and doing my homework. It took me two years to pull off the first one, which was at the turn of the century in the year 2000. Uh So we did a three-day festival in Louisville, Kentucky, and that was our inaugural event, um, which turned out out to be uh, the catalyst for what what was now a 19-year brand um, in black gospel music television. When you use the word African pride, that feels international. Am I reading that wrong, or is it just a domestic... African Pride and uh, is a hair care brand. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. African mm-hmm. Pride is the title sponsor, and they're a hair mm-hmm. care brand mm-hmm. with multiple uh, lines of hair care uh, specifically targeted towards African-American consumers. Okay. And you and I w- probably wouldn't use African Pride that much, but um, <laughs> the females in your listening audience, they would know all about African Pride. Um, it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's a household word within black hair care uh, circles. Well, just tell us, why why African Pride? Because that's, just, that's your demo market that you said, you already said, Rashawn, Rashawn, you and I, well, that's not our that's not our hair care brand. But female, <laughs> that demo that you want, that is why you're associated with that, that relationship. And because you mentioned the sponsorships, you mentioned 
uh, I really enjoyed reading your bio because it was a it was like reading a business course because you was talking about making your brand relatable, ex- making your brand acceptable to advertisers and things like that. That's that's really important to you in building out this this model for long term success. Correct. Well, that's true, and I may get in trouble because I'm sure they have uh, product lines for for male and children as well. You know, it's like, you know, the uh, old luster brands and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. African mm-hmm. product goes along that line mm-hmm. for black hair care. So if I misspoke, I, I do apologize. But um, primarily the African, primarily gospel music in general targets uh, towards a female demographic. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, just females go to church more than males. That's just the way it is. And in Af- the African-American church, you'll find it uh, as well more female heavy in attendance than um, than it is in male attendance. But with that being said, the African Pride hair care brand is targeting, you know, females uh, 25, 54, 18 to 49 is the primary and secondary dem- demographic for their brand. And that lines up with, with gospel music, and it certainly lines up with the, the African Pride Gospel Superfest, and we found our median age to be right around 40 years old mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. uh, real heavy in regards to uh, female attendance in all of our events. If you just look at our crowd shots, it's, you know, women love gospel music, and oh, yeah. men do too, oh. but um, we find that um, the, um, the audience is predominantly female when we, um, when we shoot. So that's probably the marriage that the, um, the ad agency for African Pride saw, and then they made, you know, made the connection. And, of course, now we're partners in, uh, in marketing with African Pride. Okay, cool. This is Money Making Conversations now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So is this, <laughs> you're talking about a TV show, but is, uh-huh. uh, outside the TV show, are there, are there booths? Are there, is, like, is this a multi-day event? Is it a single-day event? What's going on? It is, def- it is definitely a festival. We start on Thursday. The Gospel Superfest go. weekend starts on Thursday, and we have an event called Making the Stage, and that's a new talent platform for artists to um, compete. And then the winner of that uh, competition uh, opens the show that in a couple of days. And then the, on Friday, we have a First Ladies, Pastors, and Community Leaders reception. That's on Friday. Uh, that's to benefit our scholarship fund uh, in the name of my late sister, Gail F. Peoples, who was an educator for 40 years. That's Friday night. And then Saturday um, is the national TV taping for the uh, African Pride Gospel Superfest with uh, Donnie McClurkin, Rance Allen, uh, Dietrich Haddon, Ty Tribbett, um, Tina Campbell from uh, Mary Mary. That's the national recording. And we record our entire season in one night. So it's the five-hour marathon of some of the biggest names in gospel. And then we are rolling out two of those specials um, for the TV One Broadcasting Network, and then the other three will be syndicated in domestic syndication. So it's a uh, it's a big um, event, uh, one of the major television tapings in Black Gospel today, and we've been fortunate enough to to sustain it through the help of corporate America. Uh, some of our sponsors include Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, mm-hmm. um, Walmart. Of course, Allstate uh, Insurance Company was our title sponsor for eight years. And uh, now, of course, uh, African Pride is our new title sponsor for 2019. See, see P&G, Procter & Gamble, they're in Cincinnati, so he go knock on that door. He, that's, he, <laughs> he, Dr. Carver, he knows. That's the first door you're knocking on were, up there, Procter & Gamble. They were, <laughs> they were our first major. Uh, they came to the table first. They did um, mm-hmm. back in 2002 and supported us, and they've been supporting us consistently down through the years. And so we're certainly grateful 
uh, for Procter & Gamble. And it's great because Procter & Gamble has a lot of significant African-American leaders and decision makers, which allowed mm-hmm. you to understand this brand and who this brand is, and in particular who they're reaching. So it's really important to have those relationships with people who not only support you, but understand the value. Because, like I said, not all money is good money, but money that understands your brand is going to stick with you long term. Correct? That's that's true. That's very, very true. And uh, they do understand um, the diversity and, and, and uh, the different ethnic groups. And you can find Procter & Gamble strategically placing their efforts uh, with the Hispanic community, with the African-American community, and the general market community as well. They're very uh, forward-thinking brand managers that uh, really know how to target their audience and then go after their, you know, their target. Dr. Carwright, you said something interesting in your conversation. Now, I'm, I'm on here talking about the 19th annual African Pride, which is to sponsor Gospel Superfest TV. Then you said mm-hmm. in your conversation, you said, we're finished taping all our shows. So are, are we talking about, then you said you have two specials. Is this like a TV series? Yes, it is. Um, when we originally started, Rashawn, uh, it was interesting because I, you know, I don't want to get too spiritual on the show, but I thought I got, a, you know, I know I got a vision from God to do this in 1998, but I didn't know how to produce it. So I had to do two years of research in order before me to do the first one. Mm-hmm. And so in in that process, um, I was able to to learn and glean from you know, people like yourself and people mm-hmm. that were out in the industry, and to be able to pull 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 this off. Mm-hmm. But uh, we started off as a three day event, and I'd probably have to see a burning bush before I do a three day event. <laughs> but um, <laughs> then we then we nailed it down to a two day event, mm-hmm. and then you, by accident we had all of this B roll. Um, or footage that we couldn't place because we didn't really know, you know, how to place it. So we ended up developing a, a half-hour weekly, and we cut up the shows into half-hour segments and sold it as Gospel Superfest Backstage Pass. Mm-hmm. That particular brand was um, the, one of the launch vehicles for the Bounce Network. It was one of the launch vehicles for uh, Magic Johnson's Inspire Network. Mm-hmm. It aired for nine years on TBN, which is the largest uh, Christian network in the world. Mm-hmm. But all of this happened by accident because we didn't know what we were doing. We just had recorded all these acts, and we had all of this footage, and we were like, mm-hmm. what do we do with it? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so now that we know what our deliverables are, we can shoot, you know, five forty-minute. You know, a, a one-hour special in syndication is forty-four minutes and thirty seconds, and the rest of it's commercials. So now we can shoot five one-hour specials in one night. But when we first started, we was just doing the specials. We were just doing a concert and letting the cameras roll throughout the entire concert, not really thinking about the deliverables. Well, after nine years, I mean, 19 years, excuse me, we're, we're you know, rethinking this. Is well, wait a minute, you know, we don't want to over-record, and we don't, and then a record label is calling us, and you know, we haven't seen our act on TV or something <laughs> right, of that nature. Right. And uh, so we record now strategically for the deliverables, and so we don't have to record three and four nights, we can just record one night and pull off the entire season with one, one session. Well, my man, you, you, you're allowing me to deliver it on my podcast, my live radio show, my Sirius XM show. That's why it's important. I'm talking to the executive producer of the 19th annual African Pride. That's the sponsor of the Gospel Superfest TV. The show is at the Cartwright, excuse me, the show is at the Schuster Performing Arts Center, Center in uh-huh. uh, June 22nd in Dayton, Ohio. The host 
is the amazing Wendy Raquel Robinson. They'll be honoring two of my dear friends, Pastor Donna McClurkin and the Rance Island Group. Amazing. I appreciate you coming to my show. Know that I am a fan. Know that I would do anything to promote your brand. And know that anytime you need Rashawn McDonald, just call me. Just call me. Well, I will. And I want to thank African Pride for their support and thank all of the sponsors, Kettering Health Network, uh, Ohio's Hospice, uh, Gem City Rehab, and, of course, Comtech for the local sponsors for their support as well. And we look forward to having all of you who can to join us on June 22nd at the Schuster Center in Dayton. It's going to be an amazing show. Thank you, my friend. Bye-bye. I saw this news story where burglars were asked how they broke into homes, and the one thing every burglar did first was knock on the door, and if no one answered, they broke in. That's what sold me on my new Blink X-T2 cameras. They detect motion, so if someone gets near my cameras, I get an alert on my Blink smartphone app with a video clip. But even better is the two-way talk feature that lets me talk to whoever's there using my phone, from telling the delivery guy where to leave the package to saying hi to the kids at the door. With Blink cameras, it's like I'm always home. Blink cameras are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. And Blink X-T2 cameras start under 100 bucks. No contracts, no subscriptions. Thanks to Blink, home security just got easier. Visit BlinkProtect.com secure. BlinkProtect.com secure blinkprotect.com slash secure blink cameras are available on amazon and best buy blink is an amazon company and it works with alexa let me tell you about the host of money-making conversations rashawn mcdonald he's a social media influencer 80 percent of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com/iheart.